marketing felt like this opaque vending machine with all these slots. I was throwing money into the digital, the like the online, the offline, the the print, the sponsorships. I was throwing it everywhere and the phone was ringing, the orders were coming in. And then I'm too afraid to stop filling any of the slots because I don't know which one's actually driving the business to my the calls and the orders to my business. <laughs> Everybody, welcome to this edition of In the Den. I have Emily Popson from Literally Call Rail that helps implement their marketing. She knows a ton about marketing. As you know, at One SEO, we love Call Rail. We think it's a great product, Emily. Thank you so much for being on the Den. Thanks for having me. You know, One SEO and Call Rail go way back. So it's great to be in the Den with some call tracking family. So here's, tell everybody what Call Rail does, Emily. Some people might not know, and tell them what you do a little bit about yourself. And you're from Pennsylvania. Which I can appreciate. Proudly, proudly from Pennsylvania. Um, In a nutshell, CallRail software, most notably call tracking, provides about 200,000 businesses now with real time insights into um, what's what marketing's working and what isn't. Uh, I lead our demand and customer marketing teams. Our role here is pretty simple. We put marketing into the in out into the offline and online spheres to help as many businesses as possible either directly or through great agencies like One SEO to find the tools they need to market with confidence, um, be that call tracking, call recording, call transcriptions, even tracking forms or offering other ways for your, your uh, current, future, or returning clients to interact with you through text, chat, et cetera. You know, you're one of the biggest call tracking companies out there, right? I mean, we want you for, I think, going on our 13th year together, right? In this marriage, right? So, yeah. and then- we changed a lot of people that we've used in different things from tracking tools, that, but we always stuck with call. Rail. I'm going to tell you why. Here's a plug for oh, call. Rail. Your customer service is incredible. Mm. So when we go, when we went through the pandemic and we weren't sure what's happening, it was a true story. The product's incredible. Right. And you know, your product features are better than some, right. And some, it's all relative to what I truly believe most SaaS products, people don't even use 90% of what it can really do. I think we get into that and, but your customer service went through the pandemic. JoLynn, my CFO, had to call up and say, hey, listen, can we reduce our billing for the next six months? We don't, no one knew what was going on. And you guys immediately said, no problem. We'll do whatever you have to do. Like You worked with us. We're like, we'll work with you guys. To me, that was just amazing. And it really set the tone for what I do with my own clients here when they had to call up and make those same calls. It was your leadership, your company that made that happen. I just want to give you, let you guys know that it was pretty impressive how you guys handled it through the pandemic. I don't know if you were at, with the company then, but it was pretty impressive. I wasn't, but hey, this is what I'll say. We've been uh, here and serving small businesses for from day one. Uh, small businesses are the backbone of our economy. There was no way we were going to abandon our market in a time of need, whether they were working with us again directly or through great agencies. Um, we weren't. That wasn't even on the table. So let's talk about what CallRail does. You know, you guys do call tracking. Tell people why it's so important that businesses. I mean, it sounds like a dumb question, but this is a marketing show, right. and no question is yeah. too dumb because you'd be surprised. Yeah. Why is call tracking so important? And I even think more than call tracking, dynamic call tracking, mm-hmm. I'm going to take it a step further, is the most okay. important. Can you talk well, about that? Let's start with the basics. So first of all, some context. <laughs> I was a small business owner myself in a previous life. I am intimately familiar with the angst of paying for marketing as a small business owner. I would wake up in the middle of the night or be filling out an ACH form, paying an agency or a marketing vendor, and just like 
be panicked with this thought of, is this even working? Is my marketing even working? Are these checks I'm paying and these these decisions I'm making even working? But I I was too afraid to stop. And, you know, this is an audio format, but I'm going to try and make this a little visual for people. The way it felt to me, and I don't know, Lance, if you hear this from your clients as they're onboarding, Marketing felt like this opaque vending machine with all these slots. I was throwing money into the digital, the like the online, the offline, the the print, the sponsorships. I was throwing it everywhere and the phone was ringing, the orders are coming in. And then I'm too afraid to stop filling any of the slots because I don't know which one's actually driving the business to my the calls and the orders to my business. With call tracking, you get this clear picture of how well each of your channels are working so you can optimize your strategy for the best possible return. I think some cool bonuses of it are it frees you up from asking that dreaded question, how'd you hear about us? Because with call tracking, you know how they heard about you. You know this call's coming from our spring roofing special ad or this one's coming from our yard sign. So this is someone who's near where we're already working. We could be sending someone on site, maybe even today, let's prioritize this call. And because you know why they're calling, you can pre-route them to the best person, team, phone line uh, to help them uh, solve their need or answer that question or address that specific ad or campaign that you had running. So to me, tracking, recording calls, it's table stakes. If you're not able to answer the question, what's making my phone ring, you're not making confident marketing decisions. You know, let's talk about that. Yeah. The biggest objection you'll get sometimes as a marketer, and I used to start laughing is, I don't own the phone number. I want the phone number to be mine. Mm-hmm. And my phone number, everyone knows. And I always say to them, well, no, because I wouldn't be doing a Google search if I knew your phone number, like, right? <laughs> right. So I, I mean, or I wouldn't be looking at a yard sign. So can you talk about that? Because that has to be the number one objection you get. I built this brand for the last 15, 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you talk sure, about that? Certainly one of them, or not to put other objections in people's minds, but you know, I know in some of the industries you work with as well, well, they'll have vanity numbers. Well, I need to use that same number everywhere because I want that. And here's the, here's the thing. First of all, when you're a business owner, again, as I was myself, your ego can get a little in the mix here. You're a little too close to it. You know, your phone number, <laughs> your team knows your phone number. The whole market doesn't know your phone number because they saw it once in that ad. Now there's a time and a place for repetition with phone numbers. You want a vanity phone number out on a billboard when you have to capture something in that moment. Absolutely. But if you're not using unique phone numbers for every channel, you are missing out on the opportunity to optimize and you can't answer what's making your phone ring. It's that simple. You know, you, you know, you, we talked about ROI, right? How do you calculate your ROI, Emily, if you're not tracking phone numbers? Can you, can you talk to me what you would do when you owned your business or call rail? Because you're in the weeds here, right? You, you, you can get to break the data down. Talk to me about how you track your ROI. Uh, how did I? Well, I didn't no, how would you now? No, how would you now with call tracking? How would you now? Absolutely. So it's, it's really interesting. Let's take it a couple layers. So at the simplest level, let's say we have three campaigns running, Lance. Um, we have a social media campaign. We're going to make it really simple. The campaign's running across three different channels. You have it running on some park benches all across your community, some offline marketing. You got a social media channel or a campaign running on Facebook. And let's say maybe you did some flyers. You said people are going house to house dropping flyers between uh, the mail slot. And the phone calls start coming in. The campaign's working. 
but you don't know what channel's working. So you, at the base level, you can measure this campaign is bringing this many phone calls in, this many of them are qualified. So I spent this much money. This is the return on that campaign. But now with call tracking, you can go a step further. You can say, well, actually, I got more calls from those flyers, but they were less qualified. I got fewer calls from the social media campaign that I did a geo-targeting with, but they were all qualified because I really honed in on this one area and built this lookalike audience. And 100% of those were qualified. So even though it looked like I got more calls from this other channel, the most qualified calls came from the social aspect of the campaign. And that's where the real ROI was. So when I run that again, I'm going to dial up that, dial down this time I have my team out spending delivering flyers. And then maybe I'll redo the park bench, maybe not, or no calls came from that. So I'm re-diverting that to social as well. You know, let's talk about your product, right? You have, most people call up and they get the basic services. Give me call tracking, this and that. And it blows my mind for the difference in money to have dynamic tracking, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to explain it. You explain it better than me. I know you can. Okay. But why does everyone not use the dynamic tracking feature? I don't even understand it. I, I often wonder if it just feels like it goes over their heads and maybe that's on us. Maybe we need to do a better job of bringing that home for them. But if you had the ability for the, the, this, this, all of this capability we're talking about, right? So we just described a really manual process. I am saying as Emily, I'm picking this channel. I'm assigning this phone number. If you could automate that in the digital world, so it's happening for you, why wouldn't you? Uh, but I don't think most people know what dynamic tracking is. Can you explain it to them? Because like your theory right there was a perfect one, but I think there some viewers might be saying, well, what is dynamic tracking? I don't even know. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And maybe you could bring it to life with an example from one of your clients as well. But so dynamic tra- tracking in its simplest form, you, we give you a set of tracking numbers that you can use for a set of campaigns. Let's say you are running, um, you are bidding on a certain set of keywords, okay? And you want to put these phone numbers into a poll. What can happen is someone searches that keyword. They come to your site. We put one small snippet of code on your website. The phone number that they see becomes unique to them in that moment. So when they call, you know exactly what their journey was to get to you. Five seconds later, someone searches something else, lands on your, your site, they're going to see a different phone number. So again, you see their specific journey through, um, as each caller comes in in real time or uh, one after the other. It, it's all happening automatically for you. There's It's all AI driven. You're not sitting there having to say, okay, next, serve up this phone number. It all happens organically. So I'm going to give you a live time example that showed that showed that saved a client for us. We had an HVAC company uses Service Titan, swore by Service Titan's data. I say this to everyone about Service Titan. Why I like Service Titan for basic things, yes. But if you don't have Service Titan set up correctly and trained properly, it's a nightmare because it's bullshit data, right? Bullshit in, bullshit out. Mr. Jones is the customer's name. Bought a $13,000 unit, right? It said direct. We used call rail because the client was saying, I don't know if my paper click's working. I said, but are you guys going, because in service time, you actually had to go back when the book job is and put where the lead source came back. And so if I started on pay-per-click, but I looked at your invoice to call for the quote and book the job, it now becomes a direct. It doesn't mm-hmm. give the attribution to pay-per-click. Mm-hmm. So I showed an example. Mr. Jones did a $1,300 or $1,100 uh, repair. The month prior, called the invoice back and wind up buying a $13,000 unit 
it all started with pay-per-click. We did this about nine times with the same client in about a week. Wow. He was going to turn off his pay-per-click. He did not realize how much. If it wasn't for your dynamic tracking and my team knew how to do the audit, he was going to kill off his pay-per-click. Right. This is crazy but, to me. You know, the other, not ju- it's not just dynamic tracking that I think CallRail does a great job of solving for, but it's also just platform bias in general, like whether it's inherent platform bias or just the bias of um, having manual steps in the process in some platforms, I think call, because of the dynamic nature of CallRail's platform, it just eliminates that. There's no concern for that. We we have no skin in this game other than showing you exactly what's making your phone ring. You know, here's another thing that I do love mm-hmm. is your, I forget what you guys call it, but we use it here all the time. I want to see, I was, and that's how I use it. I, people always say, go listen to your calls, listen to your calls. And mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we got between six companies I own now. I cannot go listen to every call. But what I do do is I have the keyword filter and it automatically writes it out. So when I'm on the plane, I can sit there and look at the calls and I actually read the calls. Right. And what, what, I forget what you guys call it. It's um, called conversation intelligence. Conversation intelligence. So I yeah. apologize. Okay. So I sit there and I just read the conversation. I look for the keywords that I want and I and it prints it out. I read it on the plane or I'll read it at a wrestling tournament. And I'll come back and I'll pull a few phone calls and we'll use them for training sessions. But it just makes it that much easier because you can't, some people can sit there and listen to 40 calls a day. Someone like me, I'm not going to be able to, but I want to have my hand on the pulse because I truly believe how we answer our phone and business is the most important piece of business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we're talking about two things, right? We're talking about call recordings and then we're talking about call transcriptions. I think any business who engages with a customer, current, future, repeat, over the phone needs to be using call recordings. If you're not, you're missing out on really two key things. First is, back to the marketing piece, recorded calls help you understand what your customers are asking for when they contact your business. So you can actually use them to assess the quality of your campaigns. Are they clear? Are they misleading? Do you actually, we've had clients realize they have a, a rogue old offer out in the market that isn't actually available anymore because of the call recordings capturing that when they're dialing in. Um, And so it just gives you additional insight into how to optimize your marketing efforts. But then, as you mentioned, the second thing is with call recordings, if you're not using them, you can't answer the question, are we maximizing every phone call? Recorded calls ensure that you, um, every person that calls your, your business receives exceptional customer service. And like you said, it gives you the opportunity to not only train and improve how we're handling calls, but do it in a really timely manner. Um, you, but, yeah. No, we use it for FAQs for our clients. We'll go listen to some yes. calls and say, here, let's write FAQs on your site. So we had one, yes. you know, these are your most asked questions for you to ask questions. Let's write FAQs on your site and it will help you back with search terms, right? Yes, so, I mean, exactly. So, finding search terms. Oh my gosh. It's so underutilized. And that's what people don't realize for rich snippets and other things. But here's another thing that we use it for too. We said training. You're going to find out the people that care about your company that don't because every lead. Some people will be like, that's not my service area. What is your service area? Or we don't have a tech available. And just the way they, and like people will be like, I, and some people actually say to me, one of my customers will say to me, I don't need to listen to calls. I'm right here every day. You're not here every day. You don't know what the other person's saying on the other line. You don't know. You're walking through in and out. You're a busy person. You're a CEO. you got 30 employees. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Right. So I'm a true believer in call recording. And if you listen, hey, if you're too busy, you don't have time. Every small business needs more time back, right? That's a fact. It's like 
most cliche thing to say. That's when transcriptions start to get really exciting because with CallRail or other, other providers as well, you can automatically be transcribing these calls, analyzing them, setting it up to look for those keywords so you can read them and not listen to them. Um, and it just, like you said, it helps with service. It helps with sales. It helps you train new staff, improve your current staff. You save money and you save time, which who doesn't need more time back in their day? Here's a question for you. I know you guys do a ton of small businesses. I know you guys do a ton of agencies. Here's a question for you. Are you guys going to get into the API integrations with some of these other things and start doing more API integrations to maybe tools like Field Edge, Service Titan, um, House Call Pro? Will you guys start doing that or not really? Yeah, that's a great question. I can take some of those specifics back to our team. I think we have a really strong and open API and people are welcome to integrate with us. We're always fielding new integration opportunities. So, you know, as a partner yourself, we I think we'd be happy to have a conversation about what are the best integrations for us to be offering at this time. Yeah, I didn't know if you guys were going to or not. I know if your competition is making a big play going that route on that. And I was like, it's kind of interesting because you guys really own the small business market and the agency market. I mean, you think call recording, you think call tracking, you think all day long call rail. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you guys done a great job at branding yourselves with that. So um, very nice job. Here's a question for you. Yeah. How would I use it on the final roar? Emily, I appreciate your time. Yeah. If Why would I choose call rail? over other products that are similar to yours. Give me some of the things you would say make call rail different. I think it's important. Mm. Well, here's what I say. First of all, call rails was started over a decade ago to democratize call tracking. So from day one, we, our whole team from when we were five people to now over 300, we wake up every day trying to make call tracking accessible to small businesses and growing businesses Um, And now businesses of every size as we've grown with our customers um, so that we can help them market with confidence. And we are singularly focused on that. Um, The other thing that I think really separates CallRail is we have grown with our clients. We have have reacted to the market with them. So as um, preferences have changed with how clients want to communicate with different businesses through chat, through text, through forms, not just through phone calls. We offer the ability to do the same type of analytics that you're able to do on your phone calls to all those formats. We offer shared workspaces so that you can make sure you, you never miss a lead and that everyone is maximized and that you still have that analytics layered in. Because that's the thing I see in the market is people who whose businesses grew in this phone forward um, environment, many of them understand call tracking and, are, and the ones that are leveraging have it in place and have it running. But now they're introducing chats and they're introducing more forms and they're introducing text and they're not taking the step to make sure they have the analytics layered in to answer the question, what's making my text beep? What's making the chat bubble pop up? What's making the forms get filled out? And CallRail's been evolving with our customers in that direction and offers them the ability to do all of that. Well, everyone listening, if you aren't tracking your phone calls, reach out to Emily and her team. You can't get a better product than CallRail. Thank you so much for everything, Emily. And I appreciate you being on the den today. Thank you, Lance and one SEO team. Great to be with here here with you today. 